Hello there. Hi. And welcome, welcome to Crush City. My name is Sandra Amstutz. I'm a social media manager here in Nashville. I'm 30. I'm single. I love to talk about crushes and relationships. I'm Linda. Everything that Sandra says also applies to me, except I work at nonprofits and... You also do social media for those nonprofits. I do. I guess I do. We have the same job, kind of. Sort of. Very similar. Yeah. We'll uh, post a Venn diagram on our socials. <laughs> Sandra, can you make that? No, <laughs> you're the graphic designer. You will absolutely oh, no. be making that. Okay. I love when you give yourself work. Um, <laughs> we're here to talk about crushes, dating, dating in Nashville, as we do every other week, whenever we decide to record. Yes. It's casual, as I say. Like our dating life. Yes. So, in the past few episodes, we're still new. We've heard about some of Lish- Linda's. I almost called you li- Licious. Oh, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll answer. Um, we've talked about some of Linda's in real life crushes. Like, crushes that she actually could meet and or interact with. Or has interacted with. Um, whereas most of my crushes have been theoretical. They've been celebrities, semi-famous people that I've never met. Um, so, before we move on to this week's crushes... I want to ask, Linda, do you have any follow-ups or news about past crushes? I have a big update. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) About the hot dentist. The hot dentist. Give us a refresher. Refresher is a friend of mine was like, Linda, you should date my hot dentist. And I saw the hot dentist's Instagram and I was like, yes, please. And so I was going to make an appointment. I don't really have insurance, so I can't afford to make an appointment, Um, but then decided to go with my friend, different friend, who also goes to this dentist, to her appointment instead. So that was this week. So that happened on Monday. So I can confirm I have met the hot dentist, and let me say, it did not go well. (laughs) Oh, I want to hear everything. It was honestly a disaster. I had to (laughs) spend the entire evening in bed. I was actually very sad about it. So what happened was we went to her appointment and got into the lobby and she's like checked in. She's like, oh, I brought my friend for emotional support. And the woman was kind of like, okay. And then they're like taking her back and she's like, come on. And so I was like, oh, okay. And like going like to your appointment with you, like I am your mom. But that's the whole point of you coming. Yeah. Well, okay. So we get back there and she tells the hygienist like, oh, I brought my friend for emotional support. And she was like, oh. Well, you've never needed a friend before. Like, you've been here before she with me. She said that out loud. Yes. And she was like, uh, she did a really good job because she really did need me there for support. Like, she really did want me to be in the room with her. But why did she if she didn't before? I'm now the hygienist. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. I think before she was like, I'm never going to ask a friend to go to the dentist with me. That's oh. ridiculous. But when I was basically but begging her. But she would have liked it. Right. Okay. Right. Or to have someone. Like, she really does hate the dentist and is very scared of the whole thing. Gets Got very it. anxious. Got it. Okay. And she's not the kind of person you'd ever think would be scared of anything. So I was honestly surprised too. Anyway, so I get to the dental office. All right, we get back there, and the hygienist pulls up this, like, old chair <laughs> and kind of, I thought she put it in the corner of the room, out of the way, you know, like, where the TV is. Yeah. But she put it toward the back of the room, so it was really sitting half in the hallway, half in the room. Oh. And then she was like, 
I'm going to be rolling around here, so just, like, watch out for me. Basically, like, don't get in my way, but I'm not going to say that to you. Yeah. And so I was like, <laughs> okay. So then I'm, like, sitting there. I'm holding four phones because we each have two phones. <laughs> We're putting <laughs> a personal phone. And uh, it was just, like, uh, it was just kind of awkward. Okay. It was like, oh, they this doesn't happen here that... No, of course, but right. it's ideally it was supposed to be awkward for the greater good. Exactly. Okay. I was thinking of all of you, our beautiful listeners, <laughs> when I was doing... This is the moment when I was thinking, like, oh, this mm, should I have done this? So then um, I'm like, she... The hygienist is very much not interacting with me, but is fully interacting with Haley, okay. my friend who I'm going with. So that was... I don't know. It was just kind of like... Definitely didn't feel like I should have been there. Okay, so, but I move on. So then she's like, okay, well, we'll send the doctor in. So he comes in, and the hygienist is like, she brought a friend for emotional support today. (laughs) And he goes, you've never brought a friend in here for emotional support before. You all of a sudden need one now. And while, like, right before he said that, I said, I was like, hi, and... He did not look at me. He did not speak to me. He did not acknowledge that there was someone else in the room at all except to, like, give Haley shit about it, Uh essentially, and, like, question why she brought someone in. Oh, my goodness. It was very, like, weird. It was so awkward. I was like, I I can't... It was... It kind of blew my mind that he didn't even say hello. Yeah. Especially when I had fully said hello. Totally. So then I was just sitting there like, oh, no, this is not going well. And also, he is so cute. <laughs> Why doesn't he so love worse. me? I yeah. know. So then I'm just, like, sitting there, and he's, like, talking talking to Haley. Like, he talked to her for quite a bit of time, like, yeah, questioning why she needed someone. And she was like, I cried last time. And he was like, no, you didn't. And she was like, yes, I did. <laughs> and it was just, like, a whole thing. <laughs> That's such a weird thing for a doctor to, like, argue about that. I think that he's a doctor that, like, likes a banter. Okay. And I think he's, like, kind of a... I love how you're defending him. Like, he's your boyfriend. <laughs> he could be. <laughs> and I think he's kind of like a, um, you know, someone who... It's just, like, a very flirty back-and-forth person. Mm-hmm. Because that's what my other friend who goes to him had said about him, too. Yeah. So I think that that was his way of doing that in the moment. So I don't know if it was just, like, what was happening, so he just, like, went that route. Yeah. Or if it was just, like, he was just kind of annoyed. Like, was, like, I don't want you to ever do this again. Like, mm-hmm. it, another person doesn't fit in here and this is weird. Right. Or my conspiracy theory that a lot of women do this with their friends. Okay, I was going to say my conspiracy theory is that he listens to the podcast and knew it was coming. Oh, my gosh. I would actually love it if that was the case. If that's the case, I'm sorry. And he was, like, <laughs> on to us and is annoyed about it because he's a professional and we're <laughs> interfering with his right? work. Um. I, well, because I was like, oh, what if all of this happens, what if this happens to him all the time? And my friend Laura, I'm trying to pull up the text so I can read what she said because she says it better. Um, oh. I'm good enough, I'll find it. But basically she was like, he's only had this practice for a year. This isn't something that happens to him a lot. Like, come on, like, come down. So anyway, then we left and the 
he like bounced out of the room again, not looking at me at all. Gave uh, the hygienist gave me a pamphlet about like getting because she was kind of like you could just be a patient or she's like you could be a patient here if you wanted and I was like I don't have interest. So they have this whole plan thing. So she like gave me a brochure for that and then she gave that's, us both. That's kind. Yeah, and she asked me. She ended up asking me a little bit later, like I think while we were waiting for the doctor to come in, like you know where are you from? Like we had a nice chat. Yeah. So. It was she. She at least acknowledged me, and then I got a free water bottle. Oh, because there was just this basket of water bottles. Yeah, so, so. it wasn't love at first sight. Not for him, I don't think. <laughs> for me, still would be in love. Okay, <laughs> maybe that says something. Yeah, he'd really just is so handsome and just like the way the way he was speaking with my friend was like I could do this with you all day. Right, I'd be so good at this. It's like you just gotta put me in the put me on the field, coach. No, I should have just paid the three hundred dollars <laughs> for this, this service I don't need. Um, yeah. So I left very discouraged, very embarrassed. I felt very embarrassed. <gasps> okay. Here's, I have, I want to know, are you ready to retire your pursuit of him, or would you be open to one more idea? Well, if you asked me a day of, I would have said retire, Uh but now I'm like, well, I'll hear the idea. Okay. This leads me into one thing I wanted to talk about today. (laughs) Last night, I read a book about, like, dating tips. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. It was an okay book. Okay. Um, I would say it's better than most of the kind of books you would expect in that realm. Got it. it because, like, it's, like, self-help, like, yada, yada, yada. But um, it, the book is called The Game of Desire, and it's written by this, like, sexologist, and she's also, like, a YouTuber, and so she's, like, young and cool and sexy and whatever. Mm-hmm. But instead of it just being a book of, like, here are all the tips and psychology and whatever, which it does have all of that. She found five single women that were like really struggling with dating for different reasons. And she spent a summer like coaching them on how Mm. to like be better daters. So you're reading like their journeys and learning like what she's teaching them, you could apply to yourself. Yes. But it's, like, more interesting because you're following along with these characters and their growth and right. reading their experiences versus just, like, here's a list of tips kind of right. thing. Anyway, so I found it interesting. One tactic that they use in this book is, I mean, there's a lot of things, but one of the k- girls that was, like, a struggling dater really wanted to date a personal trainer. She was like, that's the type of guy I'm aiming for. Okay. Okay. For a variety of reasons. And so one day the coach and the dater, um, drove and parked outside of an Equinox and then got on Tinder right outside <laughs> of the Equinox. Okay. Cause they're like, we're going to, you're going to match with some trainers. Okay. So... Would you be willing to go to his dentist office during the day and maybe be nearby enough and swipe around for a while so that y'all's like, if he has any dating apps, maybe the location there. This technique could also be applied to a hospital. I know you like to like, yeah, there's a really good food truck outside of one of the hospital's 
date a doctor. Yeah, swipe. Swipe. While I eat a lobster roll. While you eat a lobster roll outside of a hospital. This is brilliant, actually. Okay. Hit the big three apps. In the... At the right location. At the right location. Do maybe spend like an hour outside of the dentist office, then go spend your lunch break um at the hospital. I actually really like this. Okay. Um also that dental office that he is in, uh-huh. there's a dental office right next to it. I mean, two for the price of one. Double trouble. So plus I wouldn't even have to get that close. No, not at all. Okay. I'd be willing to do some swiping. Okay. It's just an idea. I should have been swiping while I was in there. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Power move. Yeah, you should have. I was too panicked. Yeah. Wow. Well, the good news is you tried something. You know what? You're right, because there were so many times when I was like, oh, I'm going to bail. Right. And at least I didn't bail. Yeah. And you got a funny story out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny, right? Yes, I think so. And, like, I'm sure it felt awkward, but, like, obviously it's not that big a deal. The worst that happened is that a a hygienist and a dentist looked at you and was like, hmm, I wonder why this curl is here. (laughs) And then everyone went about their day. Yeah. I think that I, because a lot of times when I have, you know, dating calamities, I feel like I come and report them back to you and I find them really hilarious. Mm -hmm. But this one, for some reason... Felt different, but maybe it's well, just here's my something general mood. I'm also going to reveal to you about yourself in this moment. Okay. I'm stressed. Yes. I feel me. like I'm about to lift the curtain. Okay. Okay. To anyone who's ever had a conversation <laughs> with you, you recount stories to people. Uh-huh. And I think. One, because you probably feel like they went this awkward in your head. And two, because you think it's funny. You make things sound more awkward than they actually were in real life. Like, there have been instances where you and I have been out doing something, okay? Uh And we'll have an exchange with someone. And then later in the day, I hear you recount that exchange to someone else who Uh wasn't there. And you... Make it sound like it was a disaster or it was like super awkward. And I was like, I was there. That wasn't as awkward as Linda's making it sound. But I think you play it up for humor. Yes. Also, I think that I don't have a realistic perception of myself at all. And that's also part of it. And that's what I'm revealing to you in this yes. moment. Or like what I'm telling is my anxiety. Exactly. What's happening internally. Right. That you're not seeing. Right. But it's not the. Or the reality that, like, I would say most people are experiencing. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and so, when you tell me these stories, they're usually entertaining and funny, but I also have in the back of my head, this probably isn't as awkward as she's telling me it was. Right. But you're wrong. About <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong about this one. Okay. Well, I, oh, we should have... I would I will say this particular story does sound like everything that you said happened it would make sense of it happening that right. way. Yeah. Oh no. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's the update. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um should we move on to my crush Please, of the week? Yes. 
So, for the first time... Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. That, he's not my crush of the week, though. No, I know. Oh, we're just going to your crush of the week. Yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was stressed, because I was like, that's not my crush of the week. I figured we'd do a sandwich, like a Linda talks, and then a Santa Ooh. talks, and then a Linda finishes it I thought it, it would be all me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. All right. All right, I'm ready. So, my crush of the week, as I was saying... <laughs> First time in Crush City history is not a celebrity. Whoa! Now, is it a person I've met in real life? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> My Crush of the Week is a guy that I matched with on Bumble that I'm about to go on a date with. Yes, like, like when? In an hour. Yes, I actually knew that because Sandra's wearing these um, eye masks. Yeah. It's cute. Um, so... I'm about to go on a Bumble date, and I've decided he's my crush of the week. I don't know much about him. Um, What about his profile were you like, yes, swipe right? Usually this is not the case, but in this instance, it was his first picture. Okay. Like, great first picture. Great first impression, love it. Just like a great face. Mm. And what's a bummer is that the rest of his pictures don't show his face very well. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't do a good job of showing his face. Right. Um, like, there's enough that you can tell it's definitely still him. Right, It's not right. like he's catfishing. <laughs> I would assume so. But um, but his first picture is, like, just a great face pic. Here, I'm going to show you a pic. Please, I want to see. And the rest of his profile is fine. Like, seems fine mm-hmm. up my alley. This is one of the rare times where I see someone's face and I'm just, like, instantly drawn. Okay. Um, and I won't say his name here on the podcast, but also I think he has a great first name. Okay. Oh. Okay, he seems very your type. Yes. To me. Yes. Okay, he's a good age. Oh, yes. Now, look at his pictures. Not great, not bad, but not great. Okay, the second one, you can't see his face, but he's doing something interesting. Yeah. So that's good. Oh, all of them he's doing something interesting. The last one is not... It's... it's. Oh, I, I like the last one. Yeah, the last one... You can this see is face. the one I don't like. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, it involves a physical activity, which is not surprising. Well, and also like a daredevil physical activity. Right. Um, so... Yeah, so I'm excited for a date. Now, here's something that, like, you know about me, but not everyone does, mm-hmm. is that, like, lately, with me and online dating, I'm, and we, we've kind of touched on this, I'm not big on, like, sending a lot of messages. I, like, just want to get to the, right. like, when are we going to meet each right. other? So I haven't even really messaged with this guy. Like, I used, like, a line that I use often, which is, hey, name, we should hang out. Perfect. And usually, a guy in that instance will say, sure, when, or yes, how about this place, or, mm-hmm. you know, and then we just make our plans for when and where, and then let's see what happens. That makes me feel so anxious. Ugh. The idea of texting makes me feel anxious. So this, Yeah, so I'm going into this pretty blind. I know kind of what his job is, I know what his face looks like, and I know his first name. And I know he's the same age as me, so that's yeah. nice. 
Okay. Yeah. How are you feeling? I feel pretty good. I'm going to a bar I've been to before that is like divey but cool. It's a good spot. It's a good spot. Um, I'm going to wear one of my favorite first date outfits. Yes. And like you mentioned earlier, I have little um, under eye skin masks on right now to like help revitalize myself. I'm fresh out of the shower, so my hair is curled and... You're looking good. Thanks. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's fun to have a crush on someone that you have very little context about because then the fantasy can truly flourish. Oh, yeah. Do you ever just think of crush fantasies when you're trying to fall asleep? Absolutely. All the time. The other night I was doing that about different ways I could meet people. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my recurring I'm trying to fall asleep crush fantasy. Mm. It's... I'm I'm meeting a friend of a friend and he's like cool and like everything I'm looking for but he's like one of my friends friends. Yes. So it's like when we meet at a party and then like we exchange numbers and yes. and then it turns into something. But there's already some established trust because yes. you both trust a mutual person. Right. Oh yeah, fast track. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And so you like you fantasize about what the party is like and what the banter right. is, and then what what does the first date look like when you've already like I rarely have I'm trying to think if in my life I can think of one time in my entire life I've gone on a first date with someone that I knew before the date. Really? Yeah. That can be so blurry. Yeah. Too. Like. For me, it's not. Like, I'm. all of my dates have been from the internet, is what I'm saying, with the exception oh, okay. of one. Fascinating. Yeah. I feel like I've had a mix. Sure. So that's part of, I guess, my fantasy. It's going on a first oh, date okay. with someone that you've met, right. and you've already had a little right. bit of banter, and right. like, yeah. Mine are always, what do I have to do tomorrow? How could I meet a crush while I'm doing that oh. thing? Oh. So like. Very practical. I have to go downtown. Yeah. I'm walking down the street, a scooter almost hits me, he saved me from the scooter. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the, yeah. So, that, it's, you know. Right. Um, so, be, because I'm about to go on this date, like I said, I, I read this dating book last night, which I, I want to make clear, I don't read a lot of these. Like, <laughs> this isn't like a common aspect of my library. Um, but I read this one, and... I checked it out from the library, and I then I had this date come about, like, kind of last minute. So I was like, crap, I've got to finish this book all in one night before this date that I'm about to go on. So I, like, sped read through it. So now, like, my brain is kind of flushed with, like, tips and things to do on these dates. Okay. What's a big thing you're carrying with you? The biggest thing that I remember, but that I don't have a firm grasp on, because there was no pictures in this book, <laughs> is she kept saying, you have to make your body into an S shape. Ooh. So meaning that, like, people who sit up, like, perfectly straight with, like, perfect posture, uh -huh. that's not sexy. Like, that's, like, that that um, communicates, like... Um, Stiff, forcefulness yeah. and stiffness and okay, like that okay. that's good in a business meeting right. but not on a date right um so if you want to communicate like sex uh -huh. you've got to make your body an s s but, for sex 
as for sex, which means like you have to add curves to your body, which she tried to explain, but I'm having a hard time visualizing. But basically you kind of have to like lean your shoulders one way and stick your hips out another way and like tilt your head and add curves to your form. I think I've been doing this subconsciously because I am short and uncomfortable. (laughs) <laughs> so I like to kind of like lean over because my feet are never touching the ground. Right. So I normally like bring my feet up. Yeah. And then I'll kind of like lean on a knee mm-hmm. and then do like a top model shoulder pose. Yeah. Oh, another thing that she talked about in this book was horny makeup. Oh. Which is really just makeup. Like <laughs> that's what makeup really is essentially kind of designed to do is to make us look aroused. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's like flush in the cheeks, mm. like dark eyeliner, um, like a dark glossy lip. Those are all okay. things that like bring out arousal in people. Um, another tip was if you picture your date naked, like while you're on the date, your pupils will dilate. And that is like a biological signal okay. to someone. Fascinating. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other appropriate ones. The, another one that she had that I'm I find harder to implement is you have to, like, find a balance of being agreeable and disagreeable. So Ooh, yeah. You want to, like, seem like a fun, agreeable, friendly person, but you also have to, like, challenge the person and make them excited so that you don't look like a pushover. And, like, right. that banter is, like, sexy and stuff. So, like, I get that in theory, but in practice that's a little bit harder to, like, know when to employ, I guess. Yeah. Well, for me, I think I'm so agreeable yeah. naturally right? that when I have an opportunity to, like, disagree on something, it's like, oh, I got to take it. Yeah. See, and I'm disagreeable naturally. Okay. I think. And so I'm having to, um, or at least with men, I think I can be disagreeable. I think you quick to disagree. I don't yeah. think you overthink, like, should I right. speak on this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when I'm on dates, I'm always having to be like, be nice. Say nice things. <laughs> Comp, like, agree with what he said. Like, you right. know. It's something I have to, like, continually remind myself. Right. Yeah. So then, to... I worry about throwing in the disagreements because I feel like, um, like an addict. Like, I might, like, go, <laughs> go, go too far. Go too far. Like, like one sip of the good stuff oh, and I'm, like, gosh. gone for the night. Well, you just have to choose your disagreement. Fun, fun disagreements. Right. That's the trick. Yeah. Where it's, not, where it's something you don't feel super passionately. Yeah. About. Oh, there was one tip that I found very interesting. Or it was, she like, one fun part of the book is she comes up with all these like theories and she makes her girls test out these theories to see if they're right or not. Who is this person? Because I want that job. <laughs> yeah. Um. So one of her theories um, is... If you use these four certain words on a date, is the date, like, going to go better? And the four words are the four... It's, like, these four specific words that marketers use because they're the words (laughs) that, like, people respond the best to. Okay. And the four words are you, because, new, and free. So those are words in marketing that if you use those four words, you're bound to get a better response. And so it's, like, does that also apply to dating? Okay. Um... And you and because are, like, words that 
definitely natural, like, yeah. help the date along. Right. They add to the date and the conversation. Uh-huh. So it's like, okay, that's like a fun little thing to keep in the back of your head. It's like a yes and of dating. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of others. I mean, those are all really good tips. Yeah. I'm excited for you to try some of them out okay. tonight and then fill me in sure. on which ones worked. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so that's my crush of the week. Linda, who's your crush of the week? Well, this is interesting that yours is a real person because mine for the first time <gasps> is not a real person or, or not a, is a character in a TV show. Oh, it's a, so it's a character. It's not, not even person. an actor. Okay. Yeah. Because of the rejection early in the week, I was feeling a little raw. Yeah. So I went back to one of my absolute newest favorites, and that is Keith Mars, the dad from Veronica Mars. So great. Now, Sanders heard me talk endlessly about how in love with him I am. Yeah. So I thought it was appropriate time to bring it up here, because here's the thing. I recognize there are a lot of quote-unquote heartthrobs on Veronica Mars. (laughs) She's dating all these guys or whatever. But while I've been watching it, I started, what, like a month ago? Yeah. I can't take my eyes off Keith Mars, Veronica's dad. I think he is so cute. I think he is super confident, very funny. Very funny. Very funny. He's a good dad, and I love a good TV dad, and he just has the best balance of, like, he cares for Veronica so much, but he lets her do her own thing and figure things out for herself, and I'm like, that's what he would do for me (laughs) if we were dating. (laughs) He would, like, care about me so much, and he would want to protect me and, like, do things for me, but he would let me have my own life, and he would let me figure things out on my own. Now, here's a question. How... Did you feel about any of Keith Mars's girlfriends on the show? Um, well, I only remember one, Wallace's mom. Oh yeah, I was always underwhelmed by them because no one's good enough for him. I did like her only in that I think that it's a fun TV thing of like dating your best friends or like your dad's dating your best friend's mom. Yeah. Um, but what I liked about that I was thinking earlier is when she had that guy that was like stalking her. Right. He came to her aid. Yeah. He sexy. Like, yes, it was very sexy. He was like confident. He had a gun, which I don't like, but I was like, I don't know. Of all the people in the world, I trust Keith Mars with a gun. Exactly. Also, yeah. So, I just, I think he's a hot commodity. I it, Also, in every season, he has like a near-death experience. Yeah. And let me tell you, they hit me to my core. And honestly, this season, I'm the, I'm watching the newest season now, and I'm a little bit stressed about his trajectory in it, and I'm not even looking at Sandra's face because I don't want any clues. But I had a dream about him and Veronica the other night, and <laughs> they were sitting in front of me, and I was like, I'm just really worried about Keith's well-being, <laughs> and I don't know what to do. That was the whole dream. Yeah. So anyway, shout out to Keith Mars. I just appreciate what he's done for me. <laughs> And I think he's, I like a hot dad. I'm fully in support of this crush because I have definitely had many a crush on a TV dad character in my time. Stanley Tucci. Oh, I mean. On Easy A. That's the top of the heap. Pinnacle. Yeah. That really might, that really might be the sexiest dad. I would love to hear. You know who I'm going to say rivals him. Okay. Dennis Quaid in The Parent Trap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even as a kid, I remember thinking, like, oh, that's a hot dad. That is a hot, yeah. hot dad. Oh, what's he doing? 
Um, what is he doing? Uh, you know what? He has a hot son. Oh, he does have a hot son. Yeah. Who will maybe play a hot dad one day. <laughs> well, wow. One of these days. Cycles. Circle of life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's my crush of the week. All right. Well, I think that's going to be a short app. I don't have anything else to share. I, I went through all my tips that I could remember. Um, well, the only other thing I thought about sharing, but it might not be good. Why not? Let's see. Um, so I found, so my sister's getting married in a couple weeks. Yeah. And I was home for the shower and I found, uh, my mom's wedding book (gasps) and she wrote out the story of how she met my dad. And it was, it had a segment in it that I was thinking about reading. I already sent it to you though, Sandra, but. I don't remember this. Oh, good. I was actually feeling guilty as soon as I sent it to you because I was like, I should have saved that. No, I really don't think you sent this. Uh, okay, let me let me find it. It's honestly, it's just classic. It's very much a crush city moment, I think. Because my mom is like, oh, I'm vaguely remembering this now. Yes, she okay. she likes to have a crush. Uh, we know where you get it from. <laughs> oh, it's hereditary. Is yes. that I, all I'm thinking about? Is the horror horror movie? Um, okay, I'm just going to read the whole thing, because it's not that long. No, what is the context of this? So, in my mom's wedding book... She wrote this. She wrote this, and it's the story of her meeting my dad. Okay. And so it says, our first meeting. (laughs) It's a very scripty wedding plot. Yeah. So she wrote, Brad and I met in the spring of 1980. He was a sophomore, and I was a freshman at ACU. We both went to Hillcrest, which is a church, and worked in Carpenter's Shop, which is some kind of church event that's going to come up again, so just remember that when you hear it. It wasn't an ACU class? No, it wasn't like a Carpenter Shop class. It was like a weird church or a church thing. Huh, okay. Yeah, because I was like, what's Carpenter Shop? Got it. Because I, I thought it sounded cool. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, oops. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember meeting him until April when all of us in Carpenter Shop went to the Buffalo Gap Art Festival to put on our program uh okay this is actually the good part we met when i sat down by him on the bus and started flirting of course (laughs) after that i asked him for rides home on sundays and wednesdays until he finally asked me out our first date was to town crier for lunch on the last day of finals that spring (laughs) but what i love about that so much is truly she just sat by him on a bus and started flirting and then she didn't have a car so she (laughs) started asking him for rides home after church and so he would drive her home after church I want to know, I wish she would remember exactly how many rides home it took before he asked her Ooh, out. she would make up an answer that she sounded confident in, so I can ask her. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think it's, because when I think of, like, how do people meet? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. And then it's like, oh, well, yeah. for my mom, it was just sit on a bus next to them and start talking. My parents met because my mom's best friend in high school was dating my dad's best friend. Whoa. And my dad and that best friend, I think, were out of high school already. Um, That's cute. Yeah. So they, so Troy and Catherine are their names, the friends. Mm -hmm. They were dating. And so they, so they met, my mom and dad met each other as like, oh, we're the best friends, like the tagalongs kind of thing. Sort of like your party fantasy moment. A little bit. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember where they said they, where they met. It's something real country, like outside a grain mill or like 
<laughs> it really was something like real hick like that. And then, um, yeah. And so then, and then they were each other, the friends and my mom and dad were each other's maids of honor and best men at each uh, other's weddings. Okay. Well, we need to go find a grain mill. Yeah. Okay. Fun fact. Also, one of my mom's, my mom's college roommate was one of her bridesmaids. And then one of my dad's high school best friends was one of his groomsmen. Um, and then my mom's college roommate, my dad's high school best friend, met at the wedding as, like, groomsman bridesmaid. And then they got married. We need to have better friends. We need to have better friends. We have better friends. Absolutely. Who have better single friends. Yeah. You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> You're our friend. We love our friends. I know. They're just not good at setting us up. I There's also just limited options. Absolutely. It's not your fault. No. We forgive you. We forgive you. Also, I've... Yeah. We forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready to sign off? Uh, it's that time. Yeah. <laughs> Where can people find you online, Linda? They can find me on Twitter at Linda J. Bailey. And they can find... All of my social media platforms at Sandra Amstutz. My last name is spelled A M S T U T Z. And they can find our podcast Twitter account at Crush City Pod. Follow. Us. Follow us. <laughs> Tell us about your Veronica Mars crush. Please, I'd love Tell to us hear your, all of your dating tips. Yes. Um. What are other callbacks? Tell us of any hot dentists you know. Absolutely, always do that. Maybe good swiping locations. Oh, yeah. Or brain, brainstorm places for us to swipe. <laughs> yes. Set us up with... <laughs> and set us up with your hot friends. Yeah. All right. That's it for tonight. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye.